0: A year ago, it was episode one. Flash forward, we are at episode 50, and you're listening to your favorite podcast, it's and Bros with your hosts Braxton Poe and Matt Marz. can't believe it's already been a year, Matt. Wow. Think about all this time that's passed. 49 episodes, and we're now on number 50 right here. Number 50 one year
1: later. It's pretty remarkable.
0: A lot has happened in the year. Remember Tiger Woods getting Masters. Uh, the Masters and... Nationals winning. And the Houston Astros losing. Oh, it just gets
1: better. That's been a, it's been a year. It's been a fun sports year uh, for us to cover. Our first year. Hopefully many more to come from Burgers and Brats. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast at Burgers Brats, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, at Burgers Brats. So, cooking on the grill, Matt. First story, NBA wants to make some rule changes. Uh, probably propose this in April when the meeting is.
0: Matt, go off on them. Well, okay, everyone hates the NFL because Roger Goodell. I really don't want to hate the NBA, but I really hate this. This is a terrible rule change they're trying to enact. They want to put in a midseason play-in tournament right around, and originally they thought around the All-Star break. Now they're talking it could be around a Thanksgiving, December time frame. And basically it would be having a a base it off of soccer. That's kind of what Adam Silver is basing it off of, of having a play-in tournament to Win a little mini championship within the season. I don't like it. Now, some specifics, and you know, fact check me on this one. They are trying to say that they would cut the games down from 82 to 78. Around so 78. I mean, only three. You know, four games gone yeah. there. But I don't like this, Will. And in fact, I got this article, Yahoo Sports um, quoted James Harden, and he said he does not like this idea. He says, Are we in college? Um, And teammate P.J. Tucker said, You fight for an NBA championship. I don't want to play for anything else. Like, what else is there? Uh, There's nothing else. It's like a consolation or something. I don't know. You play in games to win a championship, period. I agree with them. This is just, they want to try to give a hype entertainment factor so more people will tune into the NBA and watch basketball. But this is stupid. This is dumb. They even said the new uh, thing they want to add to it, As an incentive Is the winning team would get like an extra draft pick But then people In Yahoo Sports other people Say that well if you add an extra draft pick How is that really going to incentivize the players When that extra draft pick Might take someone's job from them The following season So how does that Incentivize players when you're a fringe player Already and you're getting a young guy On a draft and yeah sorry You're not going to be back with the team next year I think it's stupid I really do. I think it's a dumb rule.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I don't. I don't like it at all. And they're not even reducing any games. They're dropping three to four games a year. Um, the, the play-in doesn't make any sense. NBA is fine. Just keep it where it is. Maybe you can take some games off though, without the play-in. Uh, move games. Schedule them about every one to two gate day, two days. Keep players healthy. Uh, more entertainment value because um, the more important games are on. Um, there are more important games on instead of just 15 every night. See, I don't really like the play-in, but I don't think it'll happen. Players uh, run everything. It's it's not going to happen. LeBron's not going to let it happen for sure.
0: Well, you know, I hope that a lot of these uh, owners will decide that, you know, this is a terrible idea. I, You know, you can do other hype factors, but I don't like when you mess with a way that the league has been. Um, I just think, you know, MLB did a good job when they changed the All-Star game to the winning team. Remember, it used to be you get a home field advantage for the World Series, and they've changed it now to the two teams in the World Series. Home field advantage goes to whoever had the better record in the regular season. That makes sense. But the winner of it, like, there was a pool of money that players got to share from. That's an incentive. So they wanted to win. You know, win. You win the home run derby. You get, I I mean, you get the car. I think you get the car and you get money. You know, there's a lot of incentives. MLB did it right. NBA I don't understand why you would halt the regular season but it's still the regular season when you're playing a tournament with against everyone when you're already actually already playing everyone for a little championship for some little prize oh and then it's Christmas and you got your Christmas day games and then oh in a month and a half later we're playing the all-star weekend which is it really an all-star weekend anymore because we already have that fun tournament you guys just played in I think it's dumb. I, I, there's a reason why every sport has your regular season games and then an all-star weekend where you have some really cool opportunities to see the best of the best, and then you have the playoffs. It's always that's how it's been. That's the way it needs to stay.
1: Yep, I agree with you, Matt. I don't, I don't think they'll change it. I don't think it's going to happen, but um, interesting stuff proposed by Silva. Uh, NBA game tonight, uh, Lakers at Nuggets, number one versus two. Matt, who wins this?
0: Well, you know, the Lakers, I was happy about this one. The Mavs beat the Lakers the other night. La- broke their 10-game winning streak. Lakers, Lakers had to
1: lose to someone, yeah, Matt. They had to. Okay, <laughs> not to
0: someone, a good Mavs team. I, you know what? I, I think Lakers are going to edge this one, though. But I'm with you, and I know you're a Nuggets fan. I'm pulling for you. Let's bring those Lakers down. I didn't think they'd be off to a hot start. But uh, I think Lakers will edge this one out. But Nuggets have been looking good, too.
1: Yeah, I knew they'd be on a hot start. I didn't think it would be this hot. Uh, they've been riding that winning streak. Denver's been uh, shaky, very good. It's just been back and forth. Uh, lost in overtime to the Kings the other night. I'm going to go Lakers in this one. Um, Over your Nuggets? May, it'll, be a, it'll be a close game, but I think Lakers get it done. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets uh, pull it out with a few seconds left in the fourth. So Wow. I yep.
0: did not expect that from you, but okay. Hey,
1: I'm not a homer, Matt.
0: Well, you know.
1: Not Clements or you.
0: Wow. Okay. That's
1: just rude. Okay. All right. Some NFL headlines from this past week. Uh, Speaking of Denver, start there. Is Drew Locke the quarterback of the future for John Elway and the Broncos?
0: Okay. Let's hold the horse here. He's played one game. And, yes, for Denver fans, that's equivalent to, yes, we have to say this guy is our future. As much as we go back to flash for the beginning of the season before even Joe Flacco got one game, oh, yeah, it's Joe Flacco. He's going to do great things. And how long did that last, Braxton?
1: We all knew he wasn't going to do anything in Denver. Really? But Allen, who started a few games before, he won his first game, and then, and then a downfall.
0: A downfall. Look, if, you're the, if you are, I was going to say the Nuggets, if you're the Nuggets, you'd rather wish you were the Nuggets, <laughs> you know. Um, if you're the Broncos, you are really hoping that you get this one right. Drew Locke looked really good. I I enjoyed watching uh, him and Cortland Sun had some good chemistry early on. Um, So you can only hope.
1: Yeah, 18 for 28, 134 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. I didn't see the pick. But, I mean, it's not a bad outing for your first time uh, suiting up and actually suiting up and actually playing because that was his first game back from injury. But hopeful for Denver, uh, hopeful for Drew Locke. Seems like a good quarterback.
0: And I believe, what, they've got the Houston Texans up next. Right? Yep. So that's uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup for him going against Deshaun Sean Watson who had a good week.
1: Yeah, it's not bad going against a uh, rival and the Chargers and beating them either. So that definitely what, boosts his confidence. What did I say confidence. about Phillip Rivers?
0: Am I proven to be more right day by day about <laughs> Phillip Rivers? He has reverted back to his old self, and they're even saying he doesn't even have a contract after this season. He may retire really? or he may go somewhere else. I don't know if the Chargers are going to bring him back. He is not under contract. Next year, do they even have a backup? I don't know, but have they seen Phillip Rivers? He is bad, interception prone. I don't know how many interceptions he has in his last four weeks, but it's got to be double digits. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he had what four the other game? I don't know. It's ridiculous.
1: Luckily, they'll be at the bottom of the draft order, so or the top of the draft order, so they can get a quarterback. They've got plenty coming out this year, so maybe they can get one there. Are the Pats winning the Super Bowl. They lost to Deshaun Watson and the Texans Sunday night. Are the Pats winning the Super Bowl or making it this that year? That
0: is a great question, Braxton. I know everyone was asking about it because it, they should be. Uh, the Pats are not going to win. Um, only they, two losses. They only have two losses. But, look, I'm telling you, did you see the Ravens and the 49ers play?
1: Did you it watch was, that game? I watched a little bit. It was a downpour. I'm
0: telling you, those two teams right now. Super Bowl? Yeah, those two teams are so dominant, and I'm, let me tell you this, they're even more dominant, and I'm going to say it, than Tom Brady and the Patriots. Now, yes, Patriots have had the injury bug or the illness in you know, the last couple of weeks, but Tom Brady hasn't looked stellar. I mean, against the Cowboys, they won 13-9. to Against the Eagles, they I think they won like 17-10, to yeah. and that was what, Nelson Aguilar dropped a pass? You know, that could have been a whole different ballgame. They've not looked good over the last couple weeks. And that should be a concern. Even though Tom Brady says it's not, it should be a concern.
1: Tom Brady didn't have a terrible game 330 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. So, I mean, he's not playing as great as he has been. Stats are there. But I, I I can't bet against Tom Brady, Matt. Every year I want to.
0: I, I just can't see. I know Every playoff year. time is different, and he, Every he becomes year. a whole nother person. I just don't see them going far this year. I really don't. I don't see them going far in the playoffs, and I don't see them making it to a Super Bowl.
1: I think they can definitely make the AFC Championship. I don't think they make the Super Bowl. I think they lose to uh, Ravens or Texans, whoever makes it there. But will Tom Brady be a Patriot next year? I believe he will be. Uh, I know it's a big discussion. Matt, you agree as well?
0: Yeah, the, the, I don't think there's any discussion. I have not. Yeah, early in the season, people were like, oh, is he going to leave? I don't see him leaving. He's going to stay a Patriot. So there shouldn't be anything there.
1: Another question. Monday night last night. Minnesota er. Yeah, Minnesota versus Seattle. Could that be an NFC Championship game?
0: you know that was a fun matchup? Um, I mean, it definitely so. I mean, both teams are in the wild card and Minnesota taking that loss, right? it was yeah. yeah. Yeah, Minnesota took the loss. Um, you know, it that hurts them a little bit and you, you still got a couple of teams on their tail. What well, you know, the Rams are still in this thing at seven and five. Um I mean really Minnesota's eight four, Rams are seven and five. That's the most immediate threat. You've got the Bears at six and six still kinda looming. I think it it looks to be a good it looks to be set up for a rematch here in a little bit. Yeah, both
1: teams are playing great. Minnesota's they're doing really good actually this year. Uh four losses. Could have gone either way last night. Well,
0: Kirk had Cousins a, turned it on during yeah. the middle of the season. Yeah. I mean, he really has become dominant. Is for QB for being ridic- ridiculed to start the season.
1: And they lose Dalvin Cook last night. Uh, Adam Thielen's been out almost half the year for injuries. Well, it seems like it. Yeah, feels I mean, like yeah.
0: it. Adam Thielen that has really hurt them. And uh, you know, last night Dalvin Cook and, and it really had to lean on Stephon Diggs. But really, the guy that's been really dominating the last couple weeks is their tight end. Yeah, Rudolph. Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph. Another one-handed really, catch. done a really good job. He's had a touchdown, I think, in the last four or five games. If you got him in fantasy, great pickup. Um, because he he has consistently been used in this offense. And then, yeah, if you've got Dalvin Cook, even though Cook went to the locker room, I don't know if he returned. But he, I don't I think, think he, he did. Sho- no. He may have a shoulder injury. We'll see how that affects if he's missing any time and what that does because they're in a wild-card race right now. And they took the L to the Seahawks, and that's going to hurt. So they've got a rebound next week. I don't know who they play, but Minnesota's got to rebound um, and get that win. All
1: right. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, this was a question. Baltimore versus 49ers for the Super Bowl. You say yes?
0: I do, too. I, you know, look at the record. There are five teams right now that are 10-2. Let me just real quick name them off. In the, a- in the AFC, you've got the Patriots and you've got Baltimore. In the NFC, you've got... The New Orleans, and then both in the same division, Seahawks and 49ers. I think between those five teams, you're going to get your Super Bowl matchups. I, I'm saying it right now. But uh, those, I agree. Because those I agree. are the, the best of the best, and they have dominated. And I really do think we saw a Super Bowl matchup between the 49ers and Ravens this weekend. And I think if that's the matchup, it's going to be a great matchup again. And funny story, remember... The last time, last they time up. Wow. The only difference yeah. is, I mean, yeah, I mean, Kaepernick's not on the 49ers, and there's no Flacco. Jim Harbaugh, and there's no Flacco, but Jim Harbaugh, Jim, uh, John, John Harbaugh. John. Let's get him mixed up. <laughs> John is still there, and how cool would that be to see a rematch of teams that we saw, you know, earlier this decade? Yeah,
1: 2012, I believe. A long time ago. Wow, doesn't Think feel that it. long. Um, all right, some other. Will the Browns fire Freddie Kitchens after this year?
0: I saw, I saw that on ESPN yesterday, and I, I was reading through what the, kind of the writers were saying. Um, they, have this, they have this segment, is that, is that an overreaction or whatever, and I forgot who wrote the article. They said that's not an overreaction, that Freddie Kitchens may likely be gone after this year. Um, I hate to see it, and I, again, we talked about this. I really kind of wish the Browns had kept Greg Williams and Freddie Kitchens as the OC. What they had last year... I mean, it was special. Baker was emerging as this this guy. He's been in a sophomore slump this year. The team is very well underperformed. But I look at this and go, I I really wish they kept that coaching staff. I don't know if Freddie Kitchens should go, but things are not adding up for him, and especially just the way this team has really underperformed. It falls on the head coach, and I I do think that there is a good chance Freddie Kitchens may get axed. The question is, who do they replace him with? Who fits Baker Mayfield? Besides Lincoln Riley. Bob I'm Stoops. Just saying it. You know what? Bob Stoops in Cleveland, because he's from Ohio, yeah. would actually be fun to watch. And I'm telling you, if that happened, ooh. Cleveland,
1: that would that actually,
0: I do like that idea. <laughs> but I don't see it happening, but I would love it. I love it. I
1: like yeah, it. Yeah, I, no. I think if they keep Greg Williams, uh, they're having a much better year than they ha- are right now. But Freddie Kitchens, all that blame, at least 80 or 90% of that blame this year should be on him for sure. I don't know how... You have Odell, Landry, Baker, Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and all the players on the
0: defense, and you're not having a two-loss season? Well, look, at the beginning of the season, penalties were killing this team. And I don't know where they stand right now, but they were the team with the most penalties early on this season. They have not used, OBJ has not gotten a lot of touchdown passes. He's been held, I think, under 100 yards for the fifth or sixth straight game, which is I don't think ever happened in his career. He only has two touchdowns or three. Baker Mayfield has been interception prone like crazy. I mean, yeah. he has done better of late against lesser talent. Um, but I, I just, you know, against the Steelers team that they had to win, and Baker and them had so much momentum. And they scored out early, got 10-0 lead, and then they got outscored 20-0. So the defense struggled in the second half. We're watching that game. They could not stop Hodges, backup, backup quarterback, <laughs> right? right? Is that right? Yeah, backup, Back backup, backup, backup quarterback, quarterback. And couldn't stop him on third down at all. And so I, I, I look at it, and I, I don't know when the Steelers got the ball. I'm going to say like at the seven-minute mark. And the Browns didn't get the ball back until, like, under two minutes because they kept converting on third down and just wasting the clock. I don't know. It's been – we wanted to see them go far. We're both uh, we make thought make they fans. We thought they made the playoffs. We were even saying, you know, maybe a Super Bowl run. And it looks silly now because they look nothing like that, even from week one. They yeah. look like garbage.
1: Yeah, next year they should be a lot better, but we're all disappointed uh, from this year. Matt, last debate question. Are the Cowboys' Super Bowl hopes gone? At t- hold on, six and six, Matt. You're 0-4 against winning teams. You got smacked by the Bills on Christmas at home. Jason Garrett, it, this is gonna be his 38th game um, as f- at 500. They're gonna play the 49ers first round. Looks like are th- are they gonna make the Super Bowl?
0: Well, I think before that, I kind of gotta take a uh, dig even in myself. I think they're actually 0-5 against. Winning team. Yeah, they might be now. So yeah. that hurts even more. Um, look, this NFC East is bad. The Cowboys. Horrendous. I mean, it's. It, it, someone said I forgot it was on watching one of the broadcasters. They said, "Who really wants the NFC more? Who wants the East more?" Um, the Cowboys are six and six. Phillies five and seven. Washington at still has a shot apparently at three and nine if. And knowing that, oh my gosh. And then the Giants have been eliminated at 2-10. Um, I want them to win. You know, the fan in me says I really want to see success, but I'm all for firing Jason Garrett. I'm all for it. It's time for him to go. This team has looked like garbage. Let me tell you this. The Bills are a tough opponent, okay? Still, I think the Cowboys should have won at home, but the Bills are good. Give it to them. But when you look back at some of the losses in this season, especially losing to the Jets, who just lost to Cincinnati, (laughs) who Cincinnati just got their first win of the season, yes, it really, really, really does hurt. So it's more painful now when I say it out loud. This Cowboys team will still win the NFC East. But come playoff time, I couldn't tell you what's going to happen because right now this team is just really is not in sync. It is not consistent. I can tell you this, though. I like Dak Prescott, but the the offense is not – I mean, Zeke is getting the fewer touches this year than he's gotten in his whole career.
1: He's been held under 100 yards the last five it is, games. It's
0: not been good, but the, the receiving core, Zeke and Dak, are not the issue. But it's just how they run the offense. And and Kellen Moore came in and had a really good start for the Cowboys, 3-0 and against, yes, non-contenders or bad, you know, bad teams. I, I just don't get it. Bro, I don't get it. I, I mean, this is not a bad team, but the plan, and Jason Garrett, I, that's who I have to blame is he's the head coach, and like we were talking about Freddie Kitchens, it falls on you. Garrett's been with the Cowboys for a decade. Hey, we're about to hit 2020. Let's turn the page and get a new coach for the next 10 years and go at least 9-7. and seven. I
1: just don't get how Jason Garrett has been employed for Jerry Jones for a decade. Because
0: Jerry Jones has been his biggest supporter that's what I mean. He blindsided. He thinks of Garrett as the greatest guy. But did you see Jerry's quote today? No, I did not. He said in an interview, um, uh, I don't know if he was talking to one of the Dallas uh, guys, or she said that Jason Garrett will be will, will be coaching in the NFL in 2020. Now, did really? you hear
1: that? I did. He will be coaching. He will be coaching in the NFL in 2020. What does that that means? He's going to be with the Cowboys.
0: It was a very vague statement. If you look at the transcript, he says. He he believed he said you know whatever he said but Jason Garrett will be coaching in 2020 and I can tell you this and let me, well I, Matt hold on what let do me you got, what do you got let
1: me someone who will not be coaching well they'll be coaching for a different team possibly in 2020 Panthers have fired head coach Ron Rivera just now wow breaking news wow okay Harry Fell will be the interim coach wow okay, Ron Rivera that, Ron
0: Rivera okay that's shocking and that honestly wow. I that is as bad, I mean they have not had a great season but but Kyle Allen went in 5 and 0 and then Kyle he's Allen, been downhill he's been downhill lately but Kyle Allen has not been bad. Cam Noon went out for the season. Ron Rivera has not been uh, bad. So that is shocking. Um wow. Uh, and, and just to give you a clarification, Carolina is 5 and 7. Um, they but they're on a four-game losing streak but still with the injuries and not having Cam Noon and Kyle, I I just I'm shocked by that. That is shocking. Um, but real quick, going back to my Jerry Jones thing, he said, "In my here's the quote." He said, "In my opinion, Jason Garrett will be coaching in the NFL next year." Didn't say in Dallas. Yeah. He just said he'll be in the NFL. A lot of people on Twitter saying, "Bye bye, Jason. You're done. Hopefully. Unless you win a Super Bowl, you're out."
1: Who did Who did Jerry Jones have for like three years? He won a Super Bowl and then apparently he fired him. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Remember he Jerry Jones fired uh, Barry Switzer. He fired Tom Landry. Tom Landry, yeah. I mean, this and guy. Barry Switzer. What about he, Jimmy Johnson? Uh, Jimmy Johnson. He fired all these guys that in the 90s won the Super Bowls. He fired all these legend, these great coaches. I mean, and, you know, I'm going to tell you this. You know, we had some down times with Wade Phillips when he was our coach. But, yeah, I can't believe now that it's been, you know, Wade Phillips has great success as the, with the Rams as the defensive coordinator. And Denver. Coordinator. And he spent Denver. time in Denver, got a Super Bowl with them. So he's living a life, and for yeah. the last decade, we're stuck with Jason Garrett, an ex quarterback who's. What a waste nothing.
1: of ten years, Matt! It really what has a waste. I mean, to- really. couldn't take Tony Romo, Des Bryant, all that defense.
0: Honestly, what could have been with a better coach? More, could Tony Romo have a Super Bowl, and what would that even look like? And you know, I mean, Dak Prescott has not been bad. He's taken the Cowboys to the playoffs again. They they almost they got they lost by eight to the Rams last year, and so they've gotten close, but Jason Garrett's not the coach to get him to the next level, and Jerry Jones, I think, is starting to finally realize that. Maybe Ron Rivera and Jason Garrett switch this coming next year. Look, if we're looking at available coaches, definitely I'd be interested in Ron Rivera. For the longest time, they've always Cowboys have always been interested in Sean Payton, but he's not leaving, but if you know, I, I throw all the money at him. Get whoever they can get. Um, you know, not Freddie Kitchen. sorry, I'm just going to say that, but you know other coaches I'm, I'm just looking right now if there's any coaches that are else who could be fired you wonder if atlanta would make a move and and, and fire dan uh, dan Quinn. um i don't see that happening um you know i, I really i don't think there's going to be a lot of coaching changes to be honest in this offseason because there's still there's a lot of new coaches in yeah. the league um so you know I, I i don't know i just go get the miami head coach he's got 3 wins now i know wow there's something there. But, you know, they've also said that the the, the uh, favorites, the betters, are always saying that Josh McDaniels or Urban Meyer may be two of the top guys. And honestly, out of that list, I would take Urban Meyer to head coach yep. the Cowboys. I would, I would too. T- I would, too. Or say, hey, Bob, you can do XFL <laughs> and you can coach the Cowboys. You're literally right next door. Hey. You can make it work. I'll take that, too.
1: Hey, that could work. Maybe. All right, Matt, finish up the NFL headlines. What is a hot take you have? For the rest of the season.
0: Ooh, a hot take.
1: I've got Eagles winning the NFC East. It's possible they play the Giants twice, at home versus the Cowboys, and then the Redskins. So these are all winnable games. Cowboys have the Rams, I believe, and then uh, at Eagles.
0: Tough games. I will uh, – this one's actually not a stretch because it's just like – they're just backed by a game. But um, the Patriots will not win their division. Oh the Bills, Bills are nine Bills. and three. They play again? Uh let me check. Let me see. Um, but that that is that is what I'm I'm going with. Let me see real quick who the Patriots got left on their schedule. Another hot
1: take though. Texans could make the Super Bowl.
0: I mean they could. I mean, four bad. wins. They're not bad. Not bad at all. So the Patriots left on their schedule, four games left, at home to Kansas City, at Cincinnati, so they're winning that one. But at home to Buffalo and home to Miami, I could see what an Patriots, easy schedule. I could see the Patriots losing two though. I could see them going two and two, being Cincinnati and the Dolphins. But I could see them losing to KC and Buffalo.
1: They are both at home though, so
0: they are at home. And the only the only road game they have left is at Cincinnati, so it's like oh dang. But um, I could see them really losing two games. So my hot take is that Buffalo sneaks in and actually takes the division in the mm-hmm. last four weeks.
1: All right, so that's our NFL headline debates. Moving into college basketball, our first college basketball segment of the we year. We got some hoops. We got hoops action. It's been a wild season. What, the number one team has lost three times now? To Two of them have been to, like, lesser teams. A Michigan went from unranked to number four after beating six, number six UNC and number eight Gonzaga in, what, like, consecutive days, basically. So they're in at number four. Tonight, though, we got hoops action. Start with number 10, Duke. At number 11, Michigan State. Michigan State favored by 6.5. Both are scoring around 80, only giving up 64 points a game. But Duke is averaging 10 turnovers. So if they get points off that, that's their key to victory. But at home, I'm going Michigan State uh, with the win. But if Duke can get those points off turnovers, I can see them pulling it out.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Michigan State, too. I have a lot of respect for Tom Izzo. I love this Michigan State team. Um... I mean, last year's team. I love love that team, and I just I love the culture that he has. Always a tough game, a tough matchup. Duke and Michigan State, when you think college basketball, that's a matchup you think. Like that, it's right up there. Um, But I'm going Michigan State.
1: All right, both going Michigan State on that. Uh, Second game, or first game actually, number four Michigan at number one, Louisville. Louisville by five and a half. Matt, who you got?
0: I have loved the work Jawan Howard has done with Michigan. I am telling you, this team, unranked, like you said, to number four, and they're going to take down number one on the really? road and go, hey, no, they're going to keep this hot streak alive. They believe in it. They believe. Keep it going. Have you ever seen any
1: sports thing like this, where you go from unranked to top five? I don't know. That's I, never happened. I, I have
0: not seen it, no, and especially as quick as it has, because yeah. you see a progression where people will slowly climb up the ladder. Nothing like this pretty
1: amazing what they've got going on in Michigan. No, yeah, it's crazy. Both, uh, just like the other game, both teams are giving up, or averaging 82, giving up 60. So it will be a defensive battle. But Matt, I'm going Louisville because it's at home. I'm taking both the home teams. Uh, give them that advantage. So that's our college football. I mean, college basketball. Wow. Yeah, wow. thinking wrong. College basketball uh, scores for tonight. Moving into on this day in history. It's been a while since we've done this. So this week, uh, this first half week, some things that have happened. 1775, going back, George Washington era. The first official U.S. flag was raised on USS Alfred. 1619, uh, considered to be the first Thanksgiving in Virginia. And then 1804, Napoleon, a little short man, uh, was crowned the Emperor of France. Really?
0: 1804. 1804.
1: And Matt, you got any birthdays to oh. give out? There are a lot of birthdays. You got a lot of
0: birthdays. Hey, so I hope her birthday's not toxic. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Yeah. See, like how little oh, reference. That was good. That was good. I thought of it all day. Um, Jay Z. Oh. Ooh. George McClellan, the Civil War yeah. uh, general. There you go. Crazy Horse.
1: Hey. A. Buried uh, in Oklahoma.
0: Really. Yeah, I didn't know that. From Oklahoma, okay. And then I'm really excited about this one, Ozzy. Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne, happy birthday.
1: Uh, when he came out on Post Malone's album, people didn't know who he was.
0: Did you see the video from I think it was the whatever the last award show, the American Awards, or I did whatever. not know. There's a video with him with Post Malone, and Ozzy comes out with you know, sitting on a throne with fire. Really? And he's just like waving his arms. It actually is really terrifying. If you watch it, it's like it's like the ghost of Ozzy. It's kind of creepy. Uh, so you know, stay away, kids. Like this is you know this is yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. This you should is, know who yeah. he is. An Ozzy man. Happy birthday, Ozzy. I
1: don't know how old he is. I didn't look at that, but it's probably up there. It's Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tonight we got the college football playoff rankings, the last ones of the season, going into championship weekend. Uh, this week. Matt, I'll start. number. I'll start in the uh, number one, because we all know those are about the same. I'm going to Ohio State. They jumped LSU for me this week after dominating Michigan in the big house. Number two, LSU. Uh, number three, Clemson, who's looking dominant. And number four, Georgia. Number five, I've got OU. They have four ranked wins. Defense is looking great. And number six, Matt, this may be a little... A little weird. I've got Baylor. Baylor at number six, Matt. Wow. Baylor. Okay,
0: that. so you just said see ya to Utah, right? Just, Who have they beaten? They, they've looked dominant. In, in their that against 12 the Pac-12. 12. I, it is the Pac-12. The second worst it, conference. It is the Pac-12. Um, so I've got a little difference in, in, in mind. I do have LSU going back to number one and Ohio State at two, even though those teams could, there's, a, there's yeah. a lock and it. They'll see each other in the, the one championship. Two. Clemson at number three, even though I am pulling so hard for an upset this weekend. I know. Virginia. I know. You're like, you're crazy. I am crazy. (laughs) I'm not saying it's happening. I just really want to see it. I've got Georgia at four. This will be the last time they see the top four spots. Yep. But I don't change from last week. I do have five Utah and six Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma had a great performance at Oklahoma State. Utah played Colorado at home but dominated them. Matt, it's Colorado. Colorado. I know it's Colorado. It's the Pac-12. I mean, it's the Pac-12, I know. They have zero. I know. Zero. Look, look. Zero
1: ranked wins. Look. I'm
0: looking. Okay. That is just the way I'm calling it. However, as we all know, OU with a win against Baylor, and Puzzle's going down. OU should get that fourth spot. I think they, it's, they've got it. I think they've got it. But I don't think... They're gonna put OU at five. As a fan, I would love D- to see it, but I don't. I think they're gonna keep the order. I really do. I don't because nothing changed. Both teams won their games, and yes, OU's defense was improved, and maybe that gets them the spot. I just don't see them changing because Utah also had a dominant game.
1: If they if they keep it the same, do you think it's just to stir controversy, and we'll see something like 2014 when TCU goes from number three to number six, OSU jumps. From six to four.
0: I don't think there's any. I don't think it, it's to cause controversy at all. I think when you get to this past this weekend, and LSU knocks off Georgia, they're out. Oregon beats Utah, they're out. Sooners beat Baylor, and OU jumps to four, and then you know you see who then is the five and six. I, I this is just how I think. I, I don't see. I don't see it being like. I, I it's not to cause drama or
1: anything. All right, if Utah if they keep it five and six, Utah's. Yeah. Utah 5. Utah escapes Oregon by 3. OU beats Baylor by 14. Who do they put in?
0: OU will be put in. OU? OU will be put in.
1: What about by 10? I as long as it's double digits. I
0: still think it will be. And, and if Utah wins big and OU wins their game by a touchdown or two, that's going to be a big debate. What can easily solve this is if our friends over on the East Coast, Virginia, goes and says – Hey, Dabo, (laughs) we're like America. We don't like you. We don't like the Tigers. We want to give you your loss and get you out of this playoff committee. I think we're all rooting for Virginia. So if Virginia had the upset of the decade in taking out Clemson, where Clemson's like, yeah, we're locked, where we go, where we pack our bags, where we play and then they get booted out of the playoffs, how beautiful would that be? Yeah,
1: we'll talk about this more, but spread. They're 28-and-a-half point favorites, so – it's a high order for Virginia. It is. Oh,
0: yeah. And there's, you know, Virginia beat Virginia Tech, and there's no comparison. People go, yeah, there's no, the talent level's not the same. I know. Yeah. So I, I thought Virginia looked really well. And yes, again, it's Virginia Tech. It's a rivalry. But their quarterback, Virginia did look good. Virginia's quarterback can run. I, I, I just, I hope Clemson goes in this game thinking, we're already looking ahead where we pack our bags, and it comes to bite them in the butt. I really do.
1: Yeah. Some early, li- early lines for the. Championship weekend, Oklahoma by nine, Utah six and a half. So I mean close games, but I there's no way you can put Utah in if you're going resume, OUs is so much better. Yeah, and it so is so much the better. The resume
0: is better. So much. I mean they have taken they have been Baylor to be bait, beat them twice. They would beat Oklahoma State. Iowa State. Most I mean a lot of Dominate is-
1: a rival on the road, uh beat Iowa State who is ranked. And then Texas, who was in the top ten at the time.
0: I mean, seven and five, but they've fallen. They are not as good as...
1: No, they're not as good as they were earlier in the season. Or as they were put in. But, so are you more off resume or eye test? You have LSU at one, so that's resume. Yeah. So why
0: not OU? I just, I'm going with what I think the committee will do. And the committee sometimes does things that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. But I just... Both teams won last week. Yes, Oklahoma State was ranked twenty one. Colorado was not ranked, right? No, They're not, no, not they, even. They yeah. have like five losses. Yeah. So it it would make sense. It does make sense for OU to move into that five spot. I just in a way, in my mind, I'm going that what the committee is going to do and they are gonna keep it the same. Both teams won their games. And they're going to keep it the same. I mean, Utah has well, people talk about Utah has a really good defense, and people say OU's defense has been improved, but really has OU's kind number of struggled. Twenty-eight. Yeah, they I mean, they did struggle. They did struggle. Their defense. Look, OU's defense from the Mike Stoops era last year to Alex Grinch has been so much improved. I mean, it really drastically. He needs to be assistant coach of the year for sure. He's done a really good job. I just I when you look at it. I think they're going to still value Utah. But, after it really, it's going to come down this conference championship game. And I, I think OU still sneaks in. Even if Utah wins, I think OU still takes that spot. But as of this week, I just don't see a change. Yeah. Even though it wouldn't make sense because OU did beat the 21 Oklahoma State.
1: And if they do move Oklahoma in the five spot this week, we know for sure if OU wins at all, they're getting in. But, yeah, if you compare their losses to both um, on the road, 8-4 and four teams, the only difference, USC had their third-string quarterback in. Uh, so, I mean, kind of similar uh, losses, but OU just much better wins. So we'll see what happens tonight uh, coming out 6.30 p.m. Or 6 o'clock, I believe, actually. So that's our college football rankings. We'll be back this week to talk championship weekend. Moving into our final segment. Who would you share a burger and brat with? Matt, I'll start. So scientists are using speakers um, in the Australia, in the Great Barrier Reef, coral reefs around the world. Uh, they play the sound of live coral, hoping to attract young fish to restore it. And tests have shown that it's produced uh, two times as many fish. And um, they've stayed there a lot longer compared to reefs where there weren't any sounds. So... Um, it's happening. It's saving the reefs. Looks like it's gonna start
0: saving them. Okay, so I'm sure my Bergen brought with two fan bases because I hope you saw these videos of rushing the field. <laughs> so Virginia beating Virginia Tech may have been the greatest thing in the history for Virginia.
1: Did that watching that game? Did you watch the end of it where I they were rushing it. it? Yeah. There is no guarding no. around any of that no, field. No, it's a, just a downward slope. It. The student section and, or the end zone where they have, like, the field where you can watch stand behind there, there's nothing, and it's right there on the it field, really, basically. It is made to rush the field. It's made. It's the
0: first time they've won. Virginia, program history, has won their division. Um, first time beating Virginia Tech in 15 years for, as well. Exactly. So I love that. And then it doesn't get much better uh, when, uh, when Alabama loses. <laughs> I just love this. So, watching that game, you saw Nick Saban get mad at halftime, which, yeah, you have every reason to, and it's fun to watch him explode it during the halftime interview. And then how much – it's so great with two minutes left when the Alabama kicker hits it off the, off the post and it just doesn't go in, <laughs> and, then they, and then they lose for having too many guys on the field. So Auburn rushes the field. Well, did you see the videos of the ladies that are jumping over, like, in the brush, like, yeah, the, you know, the – The hedges. The, the hedges, Yes and they're like can't get out and then one girl like, starts like thinking she has this moment where she can walk on water <laughs> and has this moment where she's you know walking on the uh, hedges and she just falls right in Like, whoop. I watch it it is hilarious watch the video of her thinking she can walk on a hedge like I'm sorry you couldn't put a dog or anything over that hedge it, you got too much weight the hedge isn't made out of steel so you just go and walk on this hedge she falls right in funny stuff, but congratulations to Virginia. Congratulations to Auburn again. Congratulations Auburn. You are America's team this week. Thank you for beating Nick Saban. Not Saban. Sorry. Saban. Um, thank you. Auburn's won, what, last three out of four against Bama? Something like that? I guess been, does wonders. Yeah, It's, it's been it's, like um, that. It's like in that. In this decade, you know, Auburn doesn't, uh, Alabama doesn't lose much. I think half Nick Saban's losses are coming from Gus Malzahn and Auburn.
1: Four of their last losses have been the Tigers as the mascots.
0: Oh, don't you hate to see it. <laughs> don't you? So, I wonder what Nick Saban's doing. Yeah, you're going to go to a good bowl game. but Sugar, No, not Sugar Bowl.
1: Unless Georgia wins. Yeah.
0: But, you know, you're just going to be chilling at home. More time to do Aflac commercials. That's right. <laughs> good job, Nick. Good job. And, you know, after the game, he was so mad. Yeah, you have every right to be mad, but he, I know he don't.
1: He had a reason at halftime okay. for sure. He did, sure. too. He did, too. But I, look. There should have been a second. You
0: don't lose very often, Nick. We get it. Yeah, Just was. give up. Give up. You lost two games. America's rejoicing. Go home. Enjoy the offseason. We'll see you next year. Yep.
1: Yeah, fun, fun college football weekend. Fun weekend for all sports. Uh oh. Should be a fun one coming up. Uh, College football rankings come out tonight. Breaking news, Ron Rivera fired at the Panthers, and college basketball season is underway. Uh, Thanks for listening. That's our 50th episode, Matt, one year down. Hopefully more to come. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers Brots, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, at Burgers Brots. From Matt and I, thanks for listening.